You're listening to Banter with Buck. Hey everyone, I'm Justin Cohn, the Director of Communication Strategy at Buck, and I'm currently based in Austin, Texas. Today we're chatting with Caitlin Becker, an actress and performer who has delighted literally millions of children, uh, first as a host on Sprout's Sunny Side Up show, as a voiceover artist on Pinna Audio and Dodo Kids, and now as Mika, the best friend of YouTube megastar Blippi. She splits her time between LA and Queens, where we find her today trying to avoid getting COVID from her partner. <laughs> so, <laughs> hey, Caitlin, how's it going? <laughs> you know what? You are correct. I'm trying to avoid getting sick. Um, I'm good. Hi, good morning. Good to see you after, I don't know, many years of, of not seeing you. And soon I hope to break that by going up to New York um, and visiting you guys uh, in Queens. Yes, please. Um, yeah. So we're definitely going to talk about the new stuff that you're doing with Blippi, but because um, it's super exciting and it's, it's kind of the future of entertainment, I think, the current and future of entertainment. So we'll talk about all that. But um, just to give people context, I think it'd be cool if we just kind of go back in time and do a little tour of your background, Ooh. starting with, I guess, we want to eventually find out how you got into children's entertainment, but I'm curious, like, how young did you know that you wanted to be on stage and in front of a camera and all that stuff? Um, pretty young, pretty young. My, uh, <laughs> in second grade, we had to do an all about me project, you know, where your parents fill in like favorite color and favorite things. And for the, what do you want to be when you grow up? I put Rudy Huxtable. <laughs> <laughs> from the Cosby show. Yes. The youngest from the Cosby show. Yes. Because I was like, oh, I can do that. She's fun. I, I could do that. And so I wanted to just like dive into the television screen and hang out on the Cosby set. You know, now I don't know if I... <laughs> you might revise, yeah. Yeah, maybe Got I it. should revise yeah. my answer. But um, yeah, but yeah, when I was a kid, I did, you know, some local modeling and local commercials and things, and I thought that was really fun. Um, but I didn't really hmm. get into theater. I got into musical theater my freshman year of high school. It was the first... Musical. This is all in Kentucky, right? All in Northern Kentucky. Yep, at Beechwood High School. Um, I did my first musical, and that was it. Like that's when I was it just through school. It was like an opportunity to join the musical through school. Do you remember what the musical yep. was? Yes, the boyfriend. Who does the boyfriend? No one well, does. I don't even the know boyfriend. what that is. It's a musical set in the twenties. The original cast oh, starred God. Julie Andrews. I could go on and on. But is it one of those like that 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 yes. style like show hands kind of musical? Oh <laughs> yes. god. Okay. Yes. Great. But rehearsal one, I was like, oh, I'm probably going to do this the rest of my life. Like it was just so Oh, so it was being specifically doing musical theater. What was it about it you think that you liked? Was it like the mix of all the movement and the acting and the singing or was yeah, it just being it was on stage? All of it. It was just really super exciting. I love I still love to sing and dance. Um my body doesn't love it as much anymore, but I, it was just exciting. I really, that's all I can say. It was like a natural high to be performing on stage in front of people. And, and live theater is, you know, amazing because you get that instant feedback from the audience. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I was like, oh, if I can do this for life as a job, I want to do that. 
And then the, so that did that set you on the path then to study that in college as well? Yeah, which I didn't even know was an option. Um, yeah. But my director at high school at the time was like, oh, you can do this. There are colleges that have theater departments and musical theater programs, and you can go to school for this. So that's when I thought, oh, maybe I will go to college. Okay. Nice. So, yeah. Oh, why? Because up to that point, you were kind of like, I'm not really sold on this whole college thing? No, was not a school person, you know, struggled academically. It was just, I just wanted to get a high school diploma and get out of Kentucky. Mm. Yeah. But you didn't, you didn't immediately get out, right? Because college was also in Kentucky, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, so oh. I went to Northern Kentucky University and I got my uh, BFA in musical theater. And then I mm-hmm. moved to New York. How did that come about, that opportunity? Did you just decide to do it, or did you already have something lined up? Like, how, how, what was that move I, like? I wanted to move to New York always, um, mm-hmm. and I saved a very tiny amount of money to do it, and I had a babysitting job lined up before I moved, which was also a very, it was like two days a week for a few hours, and I'm like, that would get me started in New York City. you didn't realize it's only going to afford you a bagel and a coffee (laughs) yeah yeah so um but i had that's a classic tale okay yeah so actress aspiring actress moving to the city getting a a part-time job okay yeah so you did that for a little while yeah and i um i started working as an usher at the Hilton Theater for Young Frankenstein on Broadway. So I thought that was very exciting and didn't know you could get paid as an usher. Um, so I was like, You were just oh. willing to volunteer. Yeah, I was like, I love shows, but I got paid. And uh, so I did that, and then I got cast in a show called A Kid's Life pretty much right away, like month one of me living in New York. It was a little off-Broadway oh. show for children. Ah, so here we go. Here we go. Pick up the thread. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so that show, um, that that kids show. Well, first of all, you. It sounds like you must have found your stride because a month in, usually you hear these terrible. I mean, most people go and they never get cast in anything, or they get cast in like you know, stuff that that doesn't really lead them anywhere. So you. Mm Was that luck? What, what, why do you think they chose you? How did that work out? I think it was, well, the director, um, we had an instant connection, and she said, um, like, she knew right away in my audition that she wanted mm. to work with me. I think the mm-hmm. show um, was just a good show for me. Like, I came in with the energy that they were looking for. Um, so I think right place at, at the right time. and. Yeah then as everything goes that director liked working with me and i ended up doing two more shows with her after nice. a kid's life you know that's okay. how most things in this creative arts world works is oh i love working with her so let me throw her in another show yeah i actually i didn't realize that but it makes sense and it kind of works you know pretty similarly too with us because it's everything's so collaborative mm-hmm. it makes sense that you want to make sure you're like working with people you trust and all that but yeah. so that was a, you said it was a kid's show. did you play a kid in the show or were you like uh, oh you did yeah it was for the whole cast actually mm, no I guess most of us played kids and then mm-hmm. there was maybe like two adult characters trying to remember but the it was for a kid's audience yeah okay yeah. and so how was that different like 
I mean, I'm going to guess they're more vocal for one thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> like, you did know. you have to get used to it? <laughs> oh, I did a couple shows in Cincinnati before I moved to New York that was also for a children's audience, and I really mm. enjoyed doing it. And it came, mm. like, it was easy for me to do those shows. I was like, oh, I, yeah. get, I get this. I know how to do this. Um, and it's fun, because, yeah, kids will just be like, why are you doing that? Or, you know, they just... They're... Like questioning your character's motivation for the scene? Yeah, I don't like that song. <laughs> Next. <laughs> You're like, I have to go to the bathroom. Um, but... So, they're, they're, so you basically started to do improv training as well as you're dealing with exactly. all these little kids coming at you. <laughs> yeah, so I, I've always liked it, but I never thought about doing it seriously. I was just like, oh, mm. this is really easy, but I... I moved to New York with a lot of pride and I was like, I want to be a serious actor. And I, I kept saying to people, I don't care if it's a hole in the wall theater as long as I'm performing. And it was just like oh, really- Oh, real bohemian. You were like into it. That, yeah, I wanted to be um, like a character from Rent in real life. You know, okay. I, I was like, I want to struggle. I want to be a starving artist. Yes, I, w oh, I never God. moved with like, I want to be famous and I want to do movies. I was like, I want to struggle. Now, is that why you were coffee. attracted to New York? Yeah. <laughs> is that why you were attracted to New York instead of, stay L.A., which I think is a different mindset entirely, right? Totally. L.A. seems to be all about, like, the money and the fame, whereas New York is about the art. Is yes. That and I, that, yeah. yeah, and I wanted, like, the grunginess of it. I was like, I'm mm. going to sit on the fire escape and study my script. <laughs> <laughs> so you're starring in your own movie oh, in yeah. your head. Always. Yeah. Always. Totally. Okay, but that's important. That was that was your early motivation, I guess. Yes. But you've, we, we picked up the thread now of this children's uh, theater thing starting to get into the mix. Mm -hmm. Did, I know, so I met you when you were um, one of the hosts for the Sunny Side Up show. Yeah. Um, on, when I met you, it was on Sprout. I think originally it was a Comcast production, then NBC Universal bought it, right? Or yeah. Sp they bought Sprout. It was on so PBS. Then, filmed out okay. of the Comcast building in Philadelphia and then NBC picked it up and then the show yeah. moved to 30 Rock in New York. And it was a pretty interesting show because uh, it was daily, mm -hmm. I think, live in the morning for, yeah. was it two hours or an hour? How long was it the was show? It was nine to 12 and it was, we did interstitials between the cartoons and shows that oh, were yes. running. Yeah. Yeah. So it was kind of like a kid's version of the Today Show with less wine. Exactly. Uh, yeah. Okay. No, like Hoda and whatever. Um, yeah. Okay. And it was really fun. There was a puppet named Chica mm -hmm. that was also your co-star. Yes. Um, the thing that I remember... So first of all, how did that come about? Because I, if I remember correctly, that actually was in Philly originally, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. So how did that whole thing come about? So I had signed up for every kind of, you know, casting all things actor like I would receive dozens of emails a day for random auditions on the East Coast um, mm -hmm. and I had just not unsubscribed to this one that I got that I usually would just automatically like delete 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 you know and it said um, something like do you want to do you want to perform with a chicken was in the subject line and I, I was like I know what this is because my nephew was obsessed with Sunnyside Up 
Okay. He lives in the like Philly area, and it was really mm-hmm. big there. And I was like, oh, I bet it's that Sunny Side Up show. And to be honest, I wasn't a big fan of the show. I was just like, eh, whatever. <laughs> I was like, the chicken, ah. Eh. But for some reason, I opened up the email, and everything it asked for, I was like, oh, that's me. It was mm. um, preschool experience, which I worked at a Goddard school. Um, their our, preschool our daughter's class. in a Goddard school right now. Oh, Good for her. <laughs> Fine school. Uh, yeah. um, so, Sorry, I didn't so, okay, so yes, you know it well. Yeah, so, yes. So I worked there for five years, and I also, you know, babysitting, and I was a nanny, so I'm like, I got the kids thing down. Um, mm-hmm. And it was like improv experience, college degree, really specific things, um, mm. musical background. Like, man, this is a lot, but I can say yes to all of these things. Maybe I should audition and just see what it is so long story longer <clears throat> i did an audition video they wrote me back right away and said they wanted me to come to philly and audition in person with the casting director so i did that and then i got called into the actual sunny setup studio and it was like a 45 minute callback all improv with a puppet and it was my first time with a wow. with an earpiece with the producers talking to me the whole time and a countdown. Wow. I mean, it was like doing the show yeah. for the callback with a puppet that was really hard to understand. <laughs> so, oh, yeah, because she didn't actually speak <laughs> she English. She just squeaks. Yeah, that's right. I forgot that. Yeah. So so you had to you had to pick up uh, puppet ease like <laughs> right on the spot. You just had to. Well, okay, so I guess it went well because then they it, called you back. It went well, I, and. Um, yeah, I was like, remember when I thought, oh, I'll just try it and see what happens. And then next thing you know, I'm like, I really hope I get this job. This is going to be so good for me. Now, I have to ask at this point, what, because now you're like deep in it. Did you still have this romantic idea of yourself on a fire escape in New York? Absolutely. You know, so, okay. I was like, Philly, so still Philly might have mind. fire escapes. I bet Philly's so dirty and grungy. And I'm going to eat hoagies. You were adapting it. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to eat just moved hoagies it to Philly. and, and just... <laughs> uh, cheesesteak, I think, I'm right? just going um, yeah, to buy the cheapest cheesesteak with cheese whiz I can find and be a Philly girl. <laughs> But I'm going to go to New York every weekend because I'll never break up with New York City. Yes, um, of course. Yeah, which I did. Because the schedule was amazing. You had a week off every month. Mm. So okay. a full week. And so I you still went were anchored in New York City. Okay, so New yeah. York was still home. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because then the show did move to New York once NBC bought, or NBC Universal bought everything, right? I remember visiting you on set there. It, 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 it was in 30 Rock, which was kind of neat that, you know historic building yeah the building and is awesome I, yeah was it was that pretty exciting like making that move from philly to 30 rock yes well one because i didn't have to move because i didn't leave my apartment like kelly my wife stayed um at the apartment and we had a friend come and stay in our other bedroom and uh because i was like we'll see how this job goes i'm not gonna pick up and move my life to philadelphia for the sunny side up show i was like we'll see but two months <laughs> in i was like i love this job should we have a life in philly <laughs> Oh, yeah, and then so when we moved to New York, it was amazing because I could just go back to my you know New York dream of grunginess, Um, which I never lived, by the way. (laughs) 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 But um, uh, but yeah, Thirty Rock was amazing, and when Sunnyside Up ended, I didn't. I was surprised how much I missed the building. Like I was like, it's Thirty Rock, the building. Yeah, yeah. 
it's just yeah. there's so much history there and it was so cool it was cool too. working there i worked there too for a little while not yeah. as long as you but yeah hey do me a favor grab your mic it's getting in your hair a little bit oh my um, gosh my long locks there you go is that better uh, perfect thank you yeah that building was cool so i remember visiting you um i can't remember what floor it was on i want to say it was like nine or ten I don't we remember. moved around uh, but oh the studio yeah. was on the sixth floor Sixth floor, okay. Um, I remember visiting you, and I was struck by, yeah, as you mentioned earlier, you had an earpiece in, you know, you had marks, you had, you had, like, lines and things, but I remember it was very improvisational as well, so I right. was struck by this, like, you had, you had to walk this, like, fine line between all the things you're kind of, you know, have to do before a commercial break or whatever it is, and then having fun and keeping things light and being yourself, and I... I was thinking about it, I was like, that's the struggle of every creative. It's like you, you have these demands. In our, in our company, like at Buck, it's, it's in the form of clients. You know, we have to do things for them. Mm-hmm. But then we're only successful if we can also kind of stay ourselves somehow while we're doing that. It's so hard. Um, it, well, I was going to ask you, so it, it, you make it look easy. Is, it was hard. Okay, what did It was you, hard like, for me. Um, yeah. It's because I had never had to be myself. I was always playing characters. Oh. So it, I can see in some of the very early shows that I did, I'm like, it's so cringy because I can see how hard I'm trying to like, I'm myself, I'm just I'm being so relaxed. I'm Caitlin. <laughs> I can see like the awkwardness, it's so <laughs> cringy. Um, it's just, it's really hard to just be yourself. Um, yeah. So it took me a long time before I found that groove. And I really had the most fun when I got to play characters within Sunny Side Up. As soon as okay. they were like, oh, let's sketches. Yes, that's when I was just having the time of my life. But then when we went back okay. to just like straight Caitlin, like, hey, good morning. Well, I was like, like I want to wear that wig again. <laughs> <laughs> you did. Oh, I remember you were, my favorite character was Beyonce with a double E. Where you Queen were like, B. Queen B, that's yes. right. Queen B, you were like a B, like hybrid with Beyonce. Yeah, it was like a, a Beyonce character for children, I like to say. Which, and they just yeah. let me go wild. I had a fan guy that blew my my wig back. And <laughs> it was just... <laughs> Like, that's where I had the most fun. But as soon as it yeah. went back to just Caitlin, I was like, oh, I'm so awkward. <laughs> you know, I remember, actually, when I was in eighth grade, I, I got into the theater in, in middle school. When I was in eighth grade, um, the first thing our new theater teacher did was, he said, okay, we're all going to line up. We're all going to watch you. And all you have to do is walk down the hallway. No. And you, exactly. Everyone How was like, well, dare this dare is... that teacher <laughs> Yeah, what a walk jerk. down the hallway? <laughs> And we, his whole point was, as soon as you know that people are watching you, whether it's on a camera, on a stage, whatever, you, it's so hard to, to just be yourself, you know? Yeah, it is. And yeah. um, I always had to slate, like uh, introduce yourself, say your name mm-hmm. as the first mm-hmm. thing in an acting class. And that also is so cringy. To just say uh, your own name is awful. Yeah. yeah. It's funny, that's actually a trick too, you know, uh, a photography trick that I learned early on. When you're doing portraits, if you want to get a natural smile out of somebody, you tell them just to say their name, 
Uh, so you, you say like you know your full name, and then people naturally will smile because they're kind of uncomfortable with it, and they'll be like, "I said my name." Uh, so then, interesting. Yeah. yeah, try it next time you want to get a smile out of somebody. Literally in my head right now, it's kids. like Caitlin Becker, Caitlin Becker, Caitlin yeah. Becker, Caitlin Becker. Yeah. Like, how do I say my name, Caitlin? Caitlin Becker. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> Not a fan. <laughs> um, okay, so. So, okay, so Sprout, there was a great thing. It seemed like it was a really fun show, and it, you did that for a few years, Yeah, right? almost I mean, four years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, I think what NBC Universal basically screwed everything up, and they, yeah, like, they changed a bunch of things. They got rid of Sunny Side Up. They were like, off with the show, off with the chicken. Um, yeah. And I was pregnant at the time, but nobody knew. And, oh. yeah, so I, I just... We'll never forget my hang with HR when I was like, well, I got news for you. I'm pregnant. And they're like, what? <laughs> I'm like, my last day. I was like, yeah, so you need to extend my health insurance. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Good for you. You know, I was in survivor mode. I was like, I'm going to be yeah. a mom. Um, but it really, you know, all things happen for a reason. And it ended up being a good thing. And I... The timing worked yeah, out. Yeah, the timing yeah. worked out. Yeah. And uh, so... I had my baby in October of 2017, and that's when I got into um, voiceover. Okay, that was the because you could do it at home. Is that was that yep. the idea, or or easier? I guess. Did you, were you doing it at home? I yes, I was doing. I was doing all of the auditions from home. Um, I took some classes while I was at Sunnyside Up. I took a lot of improv classes and I took voiceover class for animation, voiceover for commercial, because uh, mm. I knew it was something I wanted to do. And I met with a voiceover coach pretty much the second I left Sunnyside Up. Um, huh. So I, I met with her and I was like, hello, I am pregnant. I'm an actor. I want to do voiceover. And uh, she's like, okay. In that uh, order. In that order. I was like, hello, I am pregnant. <laughs> she's like, you want to sit down? Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm too anxious. Uh, but I, <laughs> so I started doing voiceover um, from home. And then I don't even know what happened between then and, excuse me, well, I'm, I'm bending new, down. You had a newborn. I'm bending <laughs> down to blow my nose, but you won't hear it. Okay, I'm really great. good at it. Um, don't worry. I don't but you did. That's when you did things with Pinna Audio. Yes, right? thank you. Yes. Which I, if nobody's so, this is a secret weapon as a parent. Pinna. Mm-hmm. It's a. It's a. You pay for the subscription to this audio platform that is like everything on it is awesome. Like it's everything. Great. It's awesome for road trips. They mm-hmm. have audio books, but then they have shows like the one that you were on. Yeah. The first one that I remember hearing you on was Don't Break the Rules. Thank you for right? remembering all a... of this. <laughs> we You're listen right. to it religiously. You're right. That's what happened. It was Don't Break the Rules. <laughs> That's what I yeah. did. Um, yeah, which is an improv game show. So you show up to the recording booth with nothing. And uh, kids would send in suggestions for characters. Like, I was a pop star banana once. I was a... Uh, I was a carrot. I was a vampire yeah. carrot. Just really silly characters. Right. And then we would play games and there would be a winner at the end. Kind of yeah. like uh, Whose Line Is It Anyway? 
kind of. Yeah, for um, kids. And it was hosted by Carly. By Carly Shiraki, my girl. Um, yeah, from also from Sunny Side Up show. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, and, and you're working together with her, or you worked with her a little bit more recently too on the on the Blippy stuff, right? Yeah, Which we're about to get to. Before yeah. that, let me just throw in that um, we also do Hey Story Go together, which is on Pinna Audio as well. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. I'm getting way into it. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, check out Pinna is amazing. I love Pinna. It's really it's really good. It's worth the whatever. It's like five bucks a month or something. It's totally worth it, especially if you're there's, going on a road trip. Yeah. But there's it's, so. It's much also a nice way to get kids off their screens, like you know, just using their imaginations to picture these things. Mm-hmm. It's a totally different experience than you know being on the iPad, and I think. It's, it's great. We love it. Me too. And Hey Story Go is about getting up on your feet and moving along with the story. So it's, yeah, it's nice to get the screen break and yeah. use your imagination and then also move your body too. Yes. So love it. And actually we're writing season two right now for Hey Story Go. All right. That's yeah. awesome. Very cool. Yeah. Um, so how did, okay, the, the, the Blippy thing, let's talk about Blippy for just a moment. So people, mm-hmm. if, if they don't know who he is, he's been... He started making his own kind of YouTube videos on his own. I think he even shot them originally by himself. Yeah. And he would just go to like places and, you know, show kids like, you know, a playground or trucks or whatever it was. He grew this massive following. Right? I think he's at 12 or 15 million followers on YouTube. Yeah. Now it's an it, crazy, crazy it's insane. thing. Yeah. So how did your world collide with his? Like what? what like, tell us about the whole kind of genesis of this thing. So it was the beginning of the pandemic. And so a friend, a producer from Sunny Side Up, Kristen McGregor, what up, girl? She and um, there were a couple of people that brought my name up to uh, people from Moonbug. Moonbug is who owns the Blippi franchise. Uh, they also own Coco Melon. Coco Melon. Ever heard yeah. of it? <laughs> Coco yeah. Melon is like <laughs> taking over the world. Um, right. But yeah, so they they were looking to create a show for um, with Blippi where he has a best friend and they wanted to see what it even looked like for Blippi to have a best friend. So they wanted, mm-hmm. um, they wanted to fly me out and just see what it would look like. So they were going to film me. Um, but I'm getting ahead of myself. Basically, it was like a Zoom meeting where I chatted with Moonbug. I had no idea who Blippi was because... Um, I was Ever- about to ask. You didn't know. I had okay. no idea because Everett, my son, who's four now, he, so he was yeah. two at the time. Too young for it. He, we and he never it, watched right? YouTube. Like, we never... Yeah. I didn't even think to show him YouTube. And so it was funny because during the meeting, they were like, we're not allowed to say until you sign the NDA, but, um, you know, it's a guy in suspenders. And, and I'm like, I don't... I don't know. And they're like, she's good. I'm like, no, I truly don't know who you're talking about. <laughs> they were like, she's a good actor. I'm like, I don't know. Um, but oh yeah, so I watched it after that meeting with Everett for the first time ever. Um, watched some bloopy videos. And I was like, at this point, to be honest, I didn't want to be on camera for kids media. I was happy doing voiceover. And I okay. really was just itching to do something outside of children's media. So I was like, mm, mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, Maybe I'll fly out there once, just like the Philly Sprout idea. Maybe I'll just fly out there, see what's up. Um, so that's what I did, and I actually tested, uh, not with Steven, who is Blippi, the OG, but with Clayton, 
who is blippy number two that Stephen mm-hmm. hired um, because there's just more and more and more to do as far as mm-hmm. the blippy stuff goes. So I did, I, I went out there two different times a week at a time to film things with Clayton so that they could see what it looked like for Blippi to have a, a friend in these videos. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it was just, I don't know, I guess they like me. And then I, <laughs> I flew out um, last year, because now it's 2022, and I did a sc- <laughs> I did a screen test with Steven. We met for the first time ever. Okay. Uh, I think like end of May, we had uh, it was really weird. We met for the first time in a conference room with people just watching us. Like, oh my god! It was like a, a blind date, you know. It's like so. Uh, but with everybody watching, everyone watching. Where are you from? Oh, that's cool. Does it get cold there? Like just you know, like awkward. <laughs> and then, and then uh, they're like, okay, so tomorrow you're gonna do the screen test for Amazon, and the screen test was just us, like improving together in the offices of Moonbug, just w- running around the office and pointing things out like Blippi does in his videos. Like, yeah. oh, like, yeah. oh, look at this cool chair. This is yellow, you know? Yeah. And we just did it in one take, and they were like, that was great, thank you, and good night. And then, like, a week later, they are like, yeah, we're going to do this Amazon show. Like, you you are Mika, let's do it. Um, wow. Yeah, so that's, that's how it all happened. Did you, so, at, as they told you about Mika, did they, did they give you a lot of direction on, like, who she was or like how much did you have to kind of shape that character through the process of you know making the show um well Kristen was great Kristen McGregor is a showrunner for Blippi's Treehouse and uh because we are friends and I worked with her previously she put a lot of Caitlinisms into the character and she had a lot of conversations with me of of what do you think Mika would think about this? Or what? how do you think Mika would, would react to this? So I did have some input in the character, which was nice. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so, but for that initial screen test and the videos I did with Clayton before, mm. I did not really get a lot of direction because everyone was still just trying to figure it out. Mm. So I was back to my awkward, am I Caitlyn? I don't know how to be myself. What should I do? <laughs> Um, so cringy, but I guess not too cringy because they liked it. So it worked. <laughs> yeah. You have a really cute cringe. I think people love the cringe. They're like, <laughs> oh, I love how awkward she makes me feel. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, that's interesting. The other thing I was thinking about, though, it is funny how even with all the experience you have doing this, that you still feel that way sometimes. But heck yeah, you know, you, yeah. <laughs> So you, you've been having to go to L.A. Still, home is like New York, I think. Always going to be New York for you, it seems like. Maybe. Yeah, you got your New York City shirt on. Always. I know y'all are, y'all are in Astoria. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the I saw, I think, on Instagram. The grungiest place in New York City is Astoria. I don't know if you've <laughs> ever you been, go. but it's Lots just of fire escapes. It's so just hard and grungy and <laughs> not at all. <laughs> no, I know. You guys live in a delightful little area. <laughs> um, so... I saw, I think on Instagram, that you took your son and Kelly, I think you guys, you went to L.A. with them, right? Did they get to see it all? Yeah, they came out. um, I was there for most of the summer filming Bloopy's Treehouse, and they came Mm. out for almost three weeks. And they came to set one day, and they were there all day long, and Everett got to meet Steven. um, 
and the puppets and he, he got to walk on the set and yeah. eat snacks from craft services. Uh, uh, you yeah, know. somebody's got to do it. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, that's so cool. So there's a big difference there because um, when you were doing Sunny Side Up, you weren't a mother, at least. Um, yeah, you weren't. And no. now you are. So has that changed the way that you actually do what you do? Are you seeing things a little bit through Everett's eyes or something? Has something changed? Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Um, because I thought I knew a lot about childhood development and preschoolers because, you know, the Goddard school, like your daughter knows, um, and just being around kids, like so, so much of my life is babysitting and, and I was like, yeah, I got this. Um, so I felt really knowledgeable with Sunny Side Up. And now that I have Everett and he is the exact age for Blippi's Treehouse. Yeah. During the show, I was constantly thinking about him. I was thinking, would he think this is funny? Would this be interesting to him? Uh, And I noticed some of my reactions to Blippi, some of Mika's reactions, would be lines that Everett says all the time. And then I I would be like, ah! You mean improv lines? Yeah, like I would just say something, I'd be like, oh my God, that's what Everett says. Um, Oh, that's adorable. But just kind of like tapping into the mind of a child and it's easiest for me to tap into how Everett thinks and reacts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's, that's super interesting. And it, and it kind of makes me uh, feel good that I would hope that that's what happened to like, you know, having a kid changes things. I don't know, but you know, as an, as an, I've never been an actress, so I don't know. Yeah. Um, so let's zoom out a little bit. I know you have this like love of music and improv and sketch comedy. Um, what are some other kind of like outlets for you, other creative outlets? What else do you do? Or is it like, that's it? You don't have time for anything else or energy for anything else? I really don't have a lot of time but now that he's in preschool uh, Mm -hmm. my outlet is first music so now that he's in school I play the piano more I play the guitar Mm -hmm. more I like I like doing that it's very therapeutic for me to sit at the piano Um, Mm -hmm. and also writing which I didn't do much in the first few years of Everett's life Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I did a little bit. I was writing a web series for a while and nothing came of it, but it felt really good to just write scripts and and tap. And it was not uh, for kids. So it's like nice to stretch all the muscles of doing oh, like yeah. adult comedy, stuff for kids, writing music just for my own ears that will never be shared with anyone else. Like that's, sure. that's like what I need. Do you make music as a family? Because I think... Everett has a drum set now, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he does. And Kelly is a music teacher. Yeah. Uh, so do you do it together, or is it more something you do kind of on your each on your own? Both. Um, Everett's pretty bossy, so he'll say, um, Mommy, you sit at the piano. Mama, play the guitar. Not yet. And he, like, he, he like, will direct us. So we do kind of have family band hangs sometimes. Or he's like, if he's, if he's into it. If he, yeah. Or sometimes he's like, you sit and listen to me. And then he, he'll also sit at the piano too. And Everett and I will do little improv songs on the piano where we just make stuff up. And he's pretty good at it. He's a good yeah. little improver. I'm um, not surprised. Yeah. So that, That's great. Okay. yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, so who are some of the most, this could be present or kind of past, but who are some of the most kind of influential people in your life and how have they kind of influenced your, your craft, you know, what you do? Uh, there are a lot of 
people. Um, it's so odd that the first people that come to mind are, are celebrities and most of them dead, mm. but I'm just <laughs> like, <laughs> a little bit of an old soul. Like I was and still am like very like Lucille Ball obsessed. She was the first person that made me laugh until I was crying when I was a kid. And it was the uh-huh. classic Vitamita Vegemin. Uh, yeah, when she's trying episode. to eat all the chocolates coming off the conveyor belt. No, no, sir. No, no. Vitamita yeah. Vegemin is when she's doing the commercial for Vitamita Vegemin, and it has oh. a little bit of alcohol in it. So with each take, yes. she's getting like a little loopy and whatever. And I had a lot of her episodes on VHS, and I remember watching it as a little kid and just crying and laughing. Okay. That It's such a memory for me because I thought I want – to make people feel that way that I'm feeling right mm. now. And mm. she was the first funny female I saw on television. Mm-hmm. And uh, I also thought she was very attractive, but she could make herself mm-hmm. look so like funny and like weird looking. Mm-hmm. I, I was just really drawn to her. And so I still think about her. She's on my, um, I'm really sounding a little crazy, but she's my <laughs> wallpaper on my phone because it's a reminder of this is, yeah. this is like the feeling that, that you love the most and you want other people to feel that way. So it's like a little reminder for me. That's great. Do you, have you, there's, a, there's a new show or something about her, isn't there? Or is it a new I know, show? I'm nervous to watch it. Oh, you haven't watched it yet? I haven't yeah, watched I haven't Nicole Kidman, The Ricardos. Oh, is she playing Lucille Ball? Yeah. Oh, The Ricardos, that's what it is. Yeah, Yeah, I'm yeah. like nervous. Like, what if oh I... Oh my gosh, I, yeah. I, I know. What if it ruins... So, yeah. It <laughs> ruins everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next time I talk to you, you're just like on the street with a bottle of scotch. <laughs> Everything's come crashing down. No, or it's come uh, full circle because that was my dream to just be on the street struggling. Oh, that's true. So, <laughs> that wouldn't be so bad. So okay, you'll be like, Caitlin, fine. you're doing it. <laughs> you finally did it. You took the super long route to your artist's struggle. <laughs> you're like, but you're doing uh, so well. You're part of the Blippi franchise. I'm like, not anymore, man. I watched the Ricardos. <laughs> <laughs> beginning of the end so messed um, up I think I I think I know the answer to this next question but okay. uh, that's really um, that's really arrogant of me oh, I let's hope, see. see what is your what is your proudest most memorable creative moment or just you know moment doing what you do wait you think you know I think I know at least one of them what what, you what is <laughs> I don't know if I have like a the number one most, most. Uh, What's well, like a top five? You're, you're not gonna. You're. This is not what you're gonna say, but I. I am always super proud of something that, because um, you know us artists, we're just our insecurities are out and in, into the open always, and we're just seeking approval all the time. Um, Anything that I have written that has been 100% my brainchild that has gotten Mm. all the way through all the approvals and meetings to land on television, um, I'm really proud of. Like, I love to see old things from Sunnyside Up and think, that was my idea. I wrote that everyone supported it and it was on television for thousands of children to see. Like, that's really cool. Yeah, Um, yeah. And same for uh, writing, like even Hey Story Go, I only wrote one little episode, but I was just like so proud. I'm like, I wrote that. I did that. Yeah. And people liked it. 
Um, <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's scary to, you know, you being a creative person, it's, it's scary to put your stuff out into the world and say, like, do you like it? Do you care about this? Mm. Yeah. And also it seems, especially with what you do, the process is long and fragile. It seems yeah. like at any step of the way, it could just get trashed or turned into something you don't even recognize anymore. So when you still get to see your own work into that, that, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. And I am super proud of Blippi's Treehouse because it was the hardest thing. One of the hardest things I've ever done. It was really? 16 25 minute episodes filmed in 10 weeks so it was 14 hour days like no one no one does shows like that like that fast um and it was it was just so intense and it it had to be so focused and on your game and eat healthy and get good sleep and I just had to be so disciplined and I have not had to be like that in a very very long time um so it was really hard so thinking back I'm like wow I did that like damn, That's I awesome. did that. Yeah, and I and I yeah. think it's pretty good. Like Everett loves yeah. it, and I watch it. I'm like, I can oh, look at great. it and say, like, oh, this is a good show. Like I'm really proud of yeah. this. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't realize it was that grueling. My God. Yeah, it was intense. Um, now I was gonna say, oh, now that you've told me those is what I thought this. Stupid, I can't wait. When you met Michelle Obama, and you know, because she came on Sunny Side Up, and I just felt like, no, that you, was. I could, yeah. That's a big one? Yeah, 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 yeah. That, I'll, I'll put it up there, of course. Michelle Obama Whew, okay. and Julie Andrews. That's right, Julie Andrews. <sighs> yeah. And it wasn't just that you met them and asked for an autograph. Like, you got to work We're, like, with... hanging out. Yeah. 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 That's so neat. Yeah. Yeah. That was a yeah. very, very cool day. Very cool. Yeah. She's actually... Oh, she's texting me right now. Every time I say <laughs> her name, she shoots me a text. They're, well, just, she's actually on with us now. Oh, hey, girl. Yeah. Shelly. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> Long time no see. <laughs> um, so we've kind of been talking about your career as like this uninterrupted string of amazing successes fueled by your charm and talent. Um, there have to have been some moments where you look back now and you're like, oh, I <laughs> shouldn't have done that. Or like maybe you missed something, you know, that you're kicking yourself for. Maybe you should have turned. Like, do you have those doubts? Do you look back and think, now, I'm not talking about regret necessarily, but like to look back and think, ooh, maybe I should have done that a little differently. Um, I actually don't have a lot of those moments. The only thing I can think of is sometimes I wish I would have made the, the focus to television a little earlier. Okay. Because I really came into New York wanting to do musical theater and not really thinking about television, which... I'm obsessed with television. So I'm like, how did I not think about that at all? And I had so many people say, you should do TV. Oh, the camera would love you. Just like weird. So I'm like, oh, whatever. I'm a starving theater artist. I'm like, right. I, so I wish that I would have just looked into that a little sooner. Maybe taken more acting for television classes or something. And I... Like now I tell the youngsters to just do it all because I really did come in just laser focused on musical theater. Yeah. And um, I wish I would have just done everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. When you're talking to young people about aspiring actors and, and performers, like do you still think 
that it's important to choose like New York or LA and like then do it? Like, do you need to move to one of those cities and commit to it? I mean, it seems like you do, but I don't know. I'm, I don't work in the industry. It's a little different now because now you can also move to Atlanta to do TV film. Like, there's a lot of cities that are now becoming these hubs for production. Um, and back in the day, it used to be theater, New York. TV, Los Angeles, but now in New York City, there's so many shows that are filmed here and so many studios that you really can just go by preference. Huh, okay. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I have a lot of actor friends too that are still doing like the bi-coastal life because uh, now you can audition from home, you can oh, do your okay. callbacks from home, you can do a chemistry read with someone over Zoom. Oh my God, really? Like, you really can live anywhere as long as you're willing to fly out for the actual project. For the production, yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. So it has opened up a little bit. Okay, mm -hmm. that's interesting. Yeah, before it was very much, it's either California or New York. That's it. Yeah, that's yeah. it. <laughs> right. That's it. Yeah. And you Honestly, can only do theater or TV. That's it. But now it's like, yeah. you, can, you really can do everything. Do you do anything right. you want. Yeah. Yeah. Our industry, too, is has loosened up a bit. I mean, it used to be really focused on New York and LA and, and you know, that was it, but it's, it's, it's broadened out quite a bit as well. Yeah. Um, okay. So I know you have some news that you can't share, but is there some, I don't know, stuff you can tease or anything coming up, new projects or things that you're working on, um, that you, you know, have been inspired by recently or want to talk about? Love a tease, love a tease. <laughs> I <laughs> there um I have a show I'm d doing voiceover for um an animated series that's a Sesame Street spin-off series that will be on HBO and I actually don't know if I can say the name of it or not. So okay. I'm not going to say but it just that's in a, case. That's that's some pretty juicy stuff right there. It's okay. juicy and um it's it's really good. It's another show that I'm proud of and um I have another there's like just some voiceover things. Voiceover takes forever. Like, I oh, feel like it I, does? yes, because you, like, for animation, you, it's, I feel like anytime I ask, when's the first episode out, they're like, oh, probably, like, a year and a half from now, I'm like, cool, remind me, because, because <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna forget, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's, uh, it's just, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, yeah, and you're one of the first stops on the train, you know, they get, get the voice down, and then, then actually animate everything, so it makes sense that it would take, yeah, such a long time, yeah, yeah, yeah. so, um, that Sesame Street show, and then there's a another. You know, I'm not going to say it because the tease won't even make sense. But there's some animated series that are coming out this year that I'm a part of that are exciting cool. and cool. And yeah. Um, yeah, like I said, season two of Hey Story Go. Check out Pinna Audio and yeah. cross your fingers for a good chance of season two of Libby's Treehouse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, 2022 brings on the season two. <laughs> I mean, it sounds like, yeah, you're like firing out all cylinders. Do you think, with all this going on, do you ever try to think further out, like 10 years down the line? Or are you kind of like, I've got enough in my windshield right now that I don't need to think that far ahead? It is really hard for me to think about 10 years down the road. I get really overwhelmed. I'm a one, yeah. <laughs> I always say I'm a one day at a time person, which is not great because <laughs> at the end of, Blippi's Treehouse, I was like, great, well, that's a wrap here 
on Mika. Thank you, everyone. And they're like, no, remember, you're part of the Blippi franchise, so next week you're going to film YouTube stuff. And I was like, oh, right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so maybe I should not do that one day at a time thinking anymore. And maybe I should. Maybe at least like one week at a time, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, my God, I do. Um, <laughs> but, but I really would love, I would love to do more of uh, TV and film and mm -hmm. and just stretch beyond children's media. I just wanted yeah. to do it all in the short little life that I have. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. I love it. Well, it sounds like you are well on your way. Um, and as we said, to Blippi's Treehouse, you can watch it on Amazon Kids Plus now. Mm -hmm. And then of course- Episode one is on YouTube if you want to get a little look-see. Little taste, mm -hmm. a little tease. Mm -hmm. um, Pinna Audio, which we mentioned is in the app store, you can find that, P-I-N-N-A. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, so thank you so much for chatting today. It's really good to see you. Good to see you um, too. I hope to see you in person and uh, tell Kelly I said hey and good luck with the COVID I'll thing. just good knock a message on the door. Yeah, <laughs> you guys have gotten really good at Morse code. Yeah, great. <laughs> I got you. Thank you, Caitlin. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Banter. And thanks to this episode's guest, Caitlin Becker. Thanks also to AntFood, who created our original music. Check them out at antfood.com. Banter is produced by Buck, a global creative company that brings brands, stories, and experiences to life through art, design, and technology. Learn more at buck.co.